Are you ready to stop spending your days feeling overwhelmed and focus in on what's wildly important to you? If that's a hell yes, babe, then I want to invite you in to come and check out Fierce Fam, our brand new membership for freelance women who want to power up their progress in business on their terms in a way that feels really good at your own pace, but really keying into the journey that you're on and the things that you truly desire as a freelancer, as a woman, as a business owner. Fierce Fam starts from just $15 a month and is the perfect way for you to get connected and accountable to people just like you in a container and a space that is safe, inviting, warm, and exciting. I can't wait to welcome you in, babe. If you have any questions about it, do send me a message on Instagram or you can check out all the details in the show notes here with the link fiercelyfreelance.co forward slash fiercefam. Hello and welcome to Fiercely Freelance, the no BS podcast for freelance women that brings you hot business, marketing and mindset tips every week, as well as raw and inspiring stories from real freelancers. I'm your host, Seals Lockley. I'm a former freelancer and expert digital marketer of 20 years, and I'm here to help you discover how to create and grow a freelance business that puts your desires and needs first, connects you to a true sense of purpose and gives you a sustainable income. If you want to feel confident, calm, but also seriously fucking fierce as a business owner, I've got you. Hello, lovely. Welcome back to Fiercely Freelance. Good to have you here as ever. So grateful that you have chosen to listen to this podcast to bring me into your ears wherever you are at today. So this week, I'm going to be talking all about resting, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about and how you can plan your time off in your freelance business. Before I want to do that, I just want to say thank you to the person who DM'd me and asked for this episode because it's really interesting. I so I think that the podcast is possibly the biggest surprise I've ever kind of created for myself. In that, um, I just am consistently surprised just how much uh, people love it and how lovely the messages are that I get about it. And this is purely from you know me basically chatting to you in the DMs. And I sometimes get LinkedIn messages as well. So for example, the other day I had someone connect with me and then she basically messaged me afterwards and she was like, oh, I've just started listening to your podcast. I absolutely love it. And so I can't tell you how much that means to me um, because I that's all I ever wanted was for this to be useful for you and to give you some ideas and to help you along the way. Um, so it's always really, really, really great to hear that feedback. But when I, quite often when I'm on Instagram specifically, when people follow me, I always have my assistant send a thank you message back to uh, anyone who follows me. I'm not anyone, actually. I I have some rules for her. I'm like, you don't need to send a heart back to the creepy blokes. Okay, let's just block them. Because <laughs> um, I do get followed by spammers and like creepy men in, you know, random countries who've like, like got three profile pictures three profile pictures, three pictures on their grid. And then like one of them is them like in military grit and another one is them like with an Alsatian. And I'm like, I don't want those people in my house. Get out, get out, get out. 
Um, that's how I feel about Instagram. It's my house. If you want to come in, great, but you have to be a certain type of person. I'm just going to block you if you're like a creeper or a weirdo. Okay. So anyway, I digress. So my assistant always sends a thank you message. And what is so interesting, and it is, again, a complete surprise um, for me as a podcast host, is that I will get messages back saying, oh, hi, I just found your podcast. I've been binging it for the last week. I absolutely love it. And I get these messages all the time. And it always completely blows me away because I think when you have a podcast, not only do you a lot of the time you feel like you're just talking to yourself, like I'm sat here now in my office and it's like 9 p.m. and I'm recording this with, you know, my daughter's asleep next door. My husband's downstairs watching TV, if you can hear any of that. Um, but like, this is just me chatting into a microphone. And then when I get messages like that and I hear that you've been listening to the show, it really does make a difference. So thank you. Uh, keep keep them coming. Like keep the messages coming. Keep telling me what you need from the show. I want to know. And so that's why this episode is specifically created today based on a request I received. Someone reached out to me a while ago and said, I really want to learn a bit more about how I can take time off in my business. How do I plan holidays? How do I plan time off? So today's episode is for you if you were that person, but also if you want to know more uh, about this, because I'm sure loads of you do because we all have to have time off from our businesses obviously and let's face it when you're running your own business sometimes it is actually quite difficult to rest and to give yourself time off so I'm going to be sharing some of the ways that I sort of look at time off and the way I plan my year my month my quarter all those different kind of times in the year to kind of get the rest in and to plan holidays and days off and all that stuff And I'm going to be giving you some of my tips around how to make this all work for you financially as well, because I think that's one of the biggest concerns is that, oh, yeah, this is great. I now have complete control of my schedule. I don't have to apply for holidays anymore. I don't have to get them approved by my line manager. I don't have to check with the whole team if anybody else is off during that week. Great. But now what happens when I'm not working and I'm not earning? Like, how does that work? So we're going to go into all of that. Okay, so as a freelancer, there is no doubt that at some point you will need to take time off and you will also want to take time out of your business, especially when you've been working hard, especially when you need to rest, especially when you need to take time off for special circumstances, maybe unexpected circumstances, maybe you're ill, maybe something's happened, maybe there's just a, you know, a thing you've got to do, you've got to do a thing, right? So life happens. So the most important thing we need to begin with when it comes to taking time off is we need to know that we have built a bit of an insurance policy within our earning kind of structures. So as a freelancer, you will need to make sure that you do have some kind of savings for this kind of event. So let's start with the kind of, we've got to take an unexpected couple of days off. If that's the case, that's probably not going to affect your bottom line for the month unless, you know, that couple of days kind of is, you know, a couple of days you were supposed to be doing on a project and you can't do them anymore. But make sure you do have a buffer because if you have to take more than, say, a week off and you weren't expecting to, that's a week's worth of earnings. That will be something that you need to almost like fill the gap on. And then when it comes to 
you know, unexpected, uh, you know, one-offs, that's fine because you'll have that buffer there and it won't really, you won't re- probably really need to dip into it. But if you do, for any reason, if you lose it out on a job or if something doesn't happen, you don't get paid on time, then you know you've got that buffer there. So start building that in from the very beginning. And what I would advise is that when you are sorting out your finances every month, that you are thinking about putting away a percentage of your income for emergencies. So it might be that you actually just have a a total fund, which is maybe a month's worth of wages or three months worth of wages, which is stacked away. And then once you've dipped into it, you just top it up again. So it's not like something you're not paying into a pension every month here, guys. We're just literally We've got, say, a 5K fund, and that's just put away for those emergency times when we, we've we lost our, you know, we've lost our time on a project because we've been ill with COVID or something horrible like that. I know so many of you are, are coming struck down with it at the moment. And so this is going to help you to kind of fill that gap. Now, let's say you don't have that. Let's say you are right at the beginning of your journey and you're just figuring out how to do all this stuff. Start saving for that emergency fund right now. That would be my top advice because you just never know what's going to happen and you cannot be sure of what will be ahead so make sure you have that in place and that will be a really good thing you will thank yourself later on for doing that for yourself then when it comes to so that's for like unexpected stuff so we've got that out of the way so that's like your emergency fund for unexpected stuff if you have to take two weeks off to go you know travel to america to go to a family funeral or something like whatever the thing is Then we have planned leave. So planned leave is ideally going to be, you know, right, I'm taking a week off. I'm going to go away. I'm going to go to the med for a week. I'm going to go, I don't know, visit some family in France or wherever you're going. You can take some time off and you're not going to feel guilty about it. And this is a problem I think a lot of freelancers experience is they don't really feel that they can take time off. They don't really give themselves permission. So if you're guilty of this, here's a few things you can do. So I want you to, at the beginning of every quarter, so, you know, the year is split into four quarters, so every three months, I want you to sit down with your diary and I want you to look at the three months ahead of you and to think about how much of that time you want to be working and how much of that time you want to be resting or adventuring or traveling or whatever it is that you want to do with your time out. Have a look at the time you have available Then have a look at the time that you want to potentially block out. So maybe you might say in three months, over the three months, perhaps it's uh, summertime. So maybe it's the quarter three, which is July to September. Um, that in that quarter, you might want to spend, I don't even want to take a whole month off, right? You might want to take the whole of August off, right? Okay, we're gonna take the whole of August off. Brilliant. So we're going to take the whole of August off, which means we're going to book out four weeks for rest, four weeks for holiday, four weeks for adventure, whatever it might be. Which means that for the other weeks in that quarter, we need to make sure we have planned in work. Now, if you have recurring clients, if you have you're booked out, as they say, if you're booked out, if you have a queue of clients at the door, which is what I teach you how to get those clients queuing out the door. This is a great time for you to have a conversation with those clients and say, hey, I'm thinking about taking, I mean, you're probably going to know this the, the quarter before, let's let's face it, you're going to have known this. If you're going to take it a month off, you're probably going to have planned this a bit sooner than the month before. But let's just go with our example. So you're going to have a conversation with your clients, which is something along the lines of, 
hey, I'm taking a month off just to let you know this is what's going to happen. These are the things that are going to happen. So this is for your retainer clients. I will be available on this date to do this work. And then I'm going to be coming back on this date to do this work. So you set the expectations well in advance. Now, if you are somebody who is doing project-based work and you are booking clients in on the schedule, then you know, obviously, that you're going to book those clients in for July and then they're all going to finish by the end of July. So that's really about you making sure that those clients are finished when you get to the end of July. So you haven't got that seeping into August and so that you're not working into that month which you said you'd take off. And the same applies if it's a week, if it's two days, you need to be very strict about making sure that that client, that project is done before you go away. And you would remember this from when you had a corporate job. You know, you were going away, you had to write a handover, you had to, you know, make sure everything was done. The I's were dotted, the T's were crossed, whatever, so that you could go away sort of without having to think, I need to get my laptop out this morning because I haven't finished everything. And that horrible feeling, we don't want that. So this is about you being prepared in advance about when you are going to take that time off and not just booking it like the week before, because that is just going to create a sense of, first of all, it's going to create a sense of you don't actually have control of your time. So when you don't plan ahead too far in advance, what happens is you can sort of feel like you're not actually in control. It almost feels like you're reacting to the time ahead of you rather than actually proactively saying, no. I am taking a month off in August. That is what I'm doing. And you can really own that shit with your clients, with yourself, like plan all the fun things you're going to do and really design and engineer your schedule around that time off. So if you're thinking this all sounds great sales, but how the fuck am I going to earn the money to take all this time off? Whether it's a month off in August, whether it's a two weeks off here and there, whether it's another week off in you know December, wherever your time off falls, you're going to be thinking, well, I actually need to know that I can earn the money to pay for all this lovely vacationing. So here's the thing. When you are setting your rates, when you're setting your package prices, when you are costing out your services and your offers, you need to be making sure that that covers your time off, not just the time you're working but it also accounts for all the time you're going to have off. So I have a workshop. I talk about this a lot, but it does have a lot of juicy stuff in it. It's a workshop all about pricing. And this will help you basically set your rate to allow you to think about how much time you want to have off. So it's called Bye Bye Day Rates. It's a workshop. You can literally buy it now from the shop on Beastly Freelance. And it's about 90 minutes long and there's loads and loads of juicy stuff in there to help you get your prices exactly where they need to be for getting your timings right on your schedule and on your projects. So for example, if you say, right, I only want to work, I don't know, uh, 24 hours a week, and I only want to work for 40 weeks of the year, then it will help you calculate exactly how much you're going to be earning in order to take that time off. So it's just a really great structure to help you sort of simplify that process. And once you have done that workshop, you'll be able to really kind of own that idea of how much time you have available to take off. And you can set that. Like, let's remember all of this is within your control. You have the power to take as much time off as you want. You have the power to be in charge of your schedule 
And you also have the power to proactively and very intentionally make time work for you. So if you're the kind of person, so here's another example. If you're the kind of person who finds that, do you know what, three months of the year, I just, I'm just no good to anyone. Like I'm, you know, maybe you're, maybe you get seasonal affective disorder. Maybe during the winter, you're just like pants at everything. Like it's just, it just doesn't work. So maybe during those months of the year, you might actually dial down your booking pace, if you like. So you're not taking on as many clients and you are not doing as much work. Whereas when you get into the spring, hello, we have arrived. You're going to be doing twice as much work. And you're happy to do that because you know that's your, your kind of time. Like that's when you really come alive. You do twice as much work then. And then you take two weeks off in the summer. And then you go again. So you can set the pace of your year based on what feels good for you, which is what I always come back to. Like your business needs to feel good for you. If it doesn't feel good, whatever it is, whether it's your invoice template or how much time you take off, you've got to come back to, does this feel good for me? Am I enjoying this? Does this give me inner peace? Do I feel calm about this? Do I feel content? If the answer is no, then change it. So you have the power to set that pace, whatever it needs to be for you. The other thing to consider here is that occasionally you're going to get this wrong. So unless you track your energy every fucking day and you are some sort of energetic guru, which I do know people like this, like they're amazing. I think they're amazing. But most people aren't like this. If you, uh, you might have noticed that occasionally you find yourself doing too much and then you get really tired and then you like literally need to take like a week or two off because you're just knackered. That's really normal for freelancers because we're not very good at regulating our energy levels. We're not very good at going, okay, yeah, actually, I've done a bit too much. And you've got nobody there really saying or noticing that you've, you know, you've perhaps over overdone it or that you need to take a break. Like we're not very good at giving ourselves permission sometimes to just step back from the fucking desk, stop going on Instagram and just take a rest. Now, as I record this, I am in a rest season. Now, my rest season is only two weeks, but oh, it feels so good because I planned it. I have a specific schedule of what I'm doing. So I have a week where I am working a little bit. And when I say rest season, I am not completely sat on my ass with my, you know, head on a pillow, like cocktails everywhere. It's not like that. It's more, I am, (laughs) I wish it was like that. It's... (laughs) literally the opposite like I'm actually child caring um it's the school holidays but my planned rest season albeit two weeks of of it is all about me just stepping back a little bit and thinking about how I can like dip into the things I need to do but without having the pressure to really do all of the things So I'm choosing to only kind of extract parts of my business and do them rather than do everything. So it's kind of like a pared down version of work. And that feels really good for me during this time because I am really unable. I'm not the kind of person who can literally turn into like stay at home mum, like, you know, domestic goddess, cooking, cleaning, child caring, just being like this mum of the year. That's not me. Like I've tried it. I'm just not very good at it. I need work. I need my sanity. Work is my sanity. So this way I get to do both. So I do all that cooking, cleaning, gardening, mummying stuff during the day. And then in the evening I can dip into a little bit of work, but I'm not 
doing all of the things and not kind of in like full ass mode because that is not what this season's about. So I've chosen to have a couple of weeks where I'm just stepping back a bit. And it's very difficult. Trust me, I am experiencing this right this very day. I've spent the entire day going, oh, oh I should be doing something. That, oh, no, I should, be do- I should be posting on Instagram. Oh, no, I should be doing... And it's just this constant voice. It's a nag. And it's, it's the hustle. It never goes away. I feel like it's this little, little monster that lives in us that we've had, you know, for so many years. We've had this in, in corporate and we've had this in jobs where there's this, you know, go, go, go be productive mentality. And it's very difficult to shake that off. Um, but I, I am, I'm doing a lot of mindset work around hustle at the moment. And I'm doing a lot of work on really just giving myself permission to not work. It's almost like we are so conditioned to do and produce and achieve. And I'm sort of sticking both fingers up at that a bit at the moment and just going, do you know what, actually, I'm just going to go weed the garden for three hours, actually, um, which has been really nice. I've been doing that today. So you get to choose. I keep saying this, but you do get to choose exactly how you play this. You can set your schedule. You can set the type of work you're doing. You can change the tasks you're doing. You can flip your diary. So Maybe you spend half the month, you know, in kind of admin mode because that half of the month you just feel like that's all you can do. And then the next half of the month, your cycle changes, your hormones shift and you're like a badass. And that's when you do all your powerful work. You don't have to follow any kind of everyday nine to five structure here. You get to really control the the agenda of your work diary your schedule and therefore how much time you take off the type of time you take off the type of time you take out whether you step fully out whether you leave you know a foot in the door or you're literally I'm out I'm like like fully out so like next week I am fully out so I think Tuesday to Friday next week I've decided to be fully out of my business so I will not be in any way connected into my business whether that's my phone or email or anything I'm just literally stepping back stepping away because I need to do that occasionally and you also need to do that occasionally um regularly actually I would say probably every couple of months step back have a good two to three days minimum of no phone no Instagram no email switch the fuck off from your business because you need to do that because do you know what there is more to life than business there is more to life than work and I know you love doing it and I know you're obsessed with it I'm I also am too but we need to remember that we're human beings and we need to also like plug into other modalities of life other things that help us feel human and alive and connected. And that is not always a screen and some likes and some, you know, money coming in the door. So I hope you found this episode a little bit helpful if you are about to plan some time off, if you're thinking about scheduling some rest. And if you have any questions about any of this, then you can always DM me, babe. I, my DMs are open, as they say, um, because I love chatting about all things to do with, you know, schedules, times, 
productivity, all that kind of stuff, because I think it's something that's quite difficult. And I have had to learn the hard way around how to hack my schedule to get myself to a point where I feel really good about how much time I spend in my business, which is probably only about 24 hours a week now. And I'm really lucky that I've got to that point through trial and error, a lot of it, but um, also because I have learned what my limits are. So you take care and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening today, love. Now, if you want to join our hype squad of fierce women freelancers, then come on over to Instagram. You can find me at Fiercely Freelance. And also don't forget to join our private Facebook group, The Confidence Club, where you can come in and make friends, ask for help and get access to more resources, advice, trainings and events from Fiercely Freelance. Thanks so much for being here and I will see you soon. Thank you.